Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Welcome back to Money Talk. I'm Mike Mancini. Uh, joining me on the phone is Jim Seltzer from Gun Up and Company. Morning, Jim. Good morning, Mike. How you doing today? I'm doing great. I'm doing great. Maybe not as good as you, though. Yeah, right now it's it's where I am. It's very warm, so I have to I have to agree with you. It's nice. <laughs> <laughs> so, hey Jim, I wanted to have you on because I wanted to talk about. We talked a couple times about those tax extenders, and um, just kind of curious what what the latest is on that. Yeah, it's a pretty timely topic, Mike. I mean, Congress got back into session uh, this past week. Uh, and the House acted pretty promptly on those extenders. In fact, I think the vote was literally, oh, something like 380 to 40, something like that. But what the House did is they, I think they, they pretty much put, they, they extended all the um, tax law, law, the 50 that we talked about that expired at the end of 2013. The House has put it in a bill that they all will be um, put back in the law for one one more year. They didn't do any more than that. One more year for 2014. And that pretty much included everything. Uh, there were some expectations that they would leave a few out. For instance, uh, expensing of equipment, that has more to do with companies than it does individuals. And they may, not, uh, they may not put another couple in. But they pretty much, I think they went all in and put, they, they literally call up to 50. They put the 50 back in. And some of the ones that we talked about, I mean, you've had Steve Ironmore on, you know, talking about uh, people with short sales would have some um, forgiveness of debt income that they'd have to pay tax on. That was maybe expected not to be put back in, but the House did include that, which would be good news for those people. Um, they put back in the uh, deduction for our tuition expense. They put back in the $250 that teachers can deduct above the line to help their students. So it pretty much the House went all in. But as you know, it takes the Senate to act. And they're they're hesitating right now, so it's not a done deal at this point in time. Okay, a- any reason why the uh, the Senate may be delaying on these, or it, I I don't know. There's a, I think there's just some back and forth fighting on what the Democrats might want versus Republicans. I think they, some people wanted to make it more permanent, uh, permanent and tax law being two years, not one year. Funny as that sounds. Yeah. So there's some <laughs> there's some dispute there. It it obviously. There's some dispute on how they're going to pay for it because, but you can put these back in the law. I, I may have my m- numbers a little bit off, but it may cost like $84 billion to put these back in the law, and you have to offset by step with something. And I think there's some disputes with that on how that was going to happen. And I, I just, you know, it's the Senate. I mean, we still have the, the Democrats in control, and I think they may want more in the bill than the Republicans are willing to, but willing to give at the House level. So we're back to. Still not getting along as well as they should. So, it, but we'll, we'll see. I mean, it, the expectations is it it will happen. They're, they're, these will get done, but it's just not it's not officially done yet at this point. And and the really what hurts is obviously people are concerned that this is going to cost them a little more taxes if some of these deductions don't get back into the law. But what really may hurt is the IRS is kind of you know some of their foot back and forth saying, guys, you better act, you better act. 
if you don't do this soon, refunds are definitely going to be delayed. So we've yeah. got to wait for you guys to act. And that will hurt people. End of January, beginning of uh, February, refunds could be delayed by a number of weeks. Uh, the longer that it takes for Congress to finally get something done. I think I remember that that may have happened last year because I remember uh, Walmart was saying on their conference call that, uh, you know, normally, uh, you know, end of January, early February, they see a little bit of a bump in business as people get their refunds. And uh, for whatever reason, was it maybe delayed last year? Yeah, I may have, again, it might have been the year before. I think last year they got it done in December, the year before, they didn't get done until January, but it was, it was definitely either last year or the year before. And, you know, the, the tax advice we give people is try not to have a lot withheld so you don't, you don't have the government using your money. But, you know, a lot of people do use it as forced savings, and it does work out well for their cash flow to put the money away in, in like, a, a bank account, i.e. the IRS, and then get it back, if you say, January, February, and use it for a big purchase they were planning to do, and then... I, I bet you that does help Walmart in those places at that time of year because there is a big outflow of cash back to people from the government. And with with rates at zero percent, um, you know, there, it's not as much of a disadvantage to maybe get that refund. Uh, yeah. you know, back yeah. uh, back a little later as, as yeah, you said, a little for savings. Yeah, years back when they're five six percent or you know in that range, you're giving up a lot of interest, a year's worth of interest. But right now. It's you know, it, you're, it's not hurting you at all, and it's giving you the, it's giving you the money when you need it. Right, right. So, all right, so um, that's good. So, you know, the other thing is that we're just doing some year-end tax planning at this point in time, just making sure people take a look and, and do their planning. I mean, I, you probably have some clients talking to you about whether they should be harvesting some capital losses at this point in time, taking a look at what their gains are, that type of thing. I mean, there, there is some planning that people still should do before the end of the year. Yeah, there's, um, you know, typically this time of year we see a lot of, uh, you know, shifting around of, of assets. And one thing that that people can do is, uh, you know, if they have, uh, for instance, if they, if they have an ETF, maybe that they have a loss in, um, you can sell one ETF and buy mm-hmm. one that's almost exactly the same thing, and still be able to harvest that tax loss. So yeah, you're, you're yeah, not you're really giving about- up anything. Yeah, you just be careful with that like kind of like kind rule that you know, you know that the loss be disallowed within the uh, what the thirty one days on either side of it. Right, right. Yeah, the yeah. wash the wash sale. The, wa- the wash sale rule, but um, well, for instance, Jim, uh, what what I'd be referring to is let's just say, for example, um, some of these energy stocks have gone down pretty significantly right. over the last mm-hmm. uh, month or so, mm-hmm. um, particularly the small cap. So. There are a number of exchange traded funds out there, which are, you know, what what they consist of is primarily energy stocks. Maybe maybe they own Exxon, Chevron, you know, as the top holdings. But there's going to be one ETF, and the other ETF will have some slightly different holdings. Right. But right. you could sell, you know, your one energy ETF and buy another one, you know, a a different ETF, and mm-hmm. still you know, basically get the same exposure, but it would be right. for tax purposes considered a different security. Yeah, well, that's important. I mean, it's you basically are, are protecting yourself. If you still like energy, it's and that's a whole other discussion that I, I, we don't have time to get into, and I'm not an expert on it, but there's some people arguing lower oil prices is not such a good thing <laughs> for, oh. for, for a lot of reasons other than 
everyone gets a raise right now because they don't have to spend as much on gas. That's a good thing, but there's some geopolitical and a lot of other issues that go into this lower oil prices right now. Yeah, one of the things I talked about um, in the first segment here was um, Mm -hmm. when the Fed came out with their beige book last week, they were talking about adverse impacts on things like banks in Texas, um, mining equipment companies, and also chemical companies. Chemical companies, a lot of... uh, the domestic chemical companies that we have rely on natural gas as a feedstock, and they were getting a, a competitive advantage against a lot of the overseas chemical companies that primarily used oil while mm-hmm. we were using cheap natural gas. And so right. some of that competitive advantage is, is starting to disappear. But there's there's a lot of impacts that uh, that energy has. Yeah, I mean, it's it's the ebb and flow, supply and demand and the cost. I mean, I think you're, you're finding this, they're, they're not going to open as many uh, shale oil fracking type stuff that's going to slow down, so that's going to hurt in some of those areas. But uh, I don't know. I guess I'm just thinking very short term and maybe a little selfishly. It's awful nice not to spend as much on gas. And well, if, you, if you and if you heat your house with oil, yeah, it might be a nicer winter. <laughs> that way too. Yeah, that it certainly is uh, nice, at least psychologically. I mean, I don't know how much. People are really going to save a year on filling up that gas tank, but it just feels a lot nicer to be able to fill the tank and see that, you know, it's, it's 10, 20, well, you know, $25 yeah, it's, less it's, a tank full. Didn't I, read, didn't I read somewhere it's really helping auto sales right now, too? Because people are, you know, into, hey, I can, uh, you know, I can actually afford a vehicle if I'm not going to have to spend as much gas on it, that type of thing. Well, uh, the the automakers came out this week with their sales, and uh, it looked like it was about a seventeen million dollar or seventeen million vehicle run rate, which is uh, pretty good. That's pretty that's pretty high. That's really high. Yeah. Hey, well, Jim, did you want to get uh, got about thirty seconds if you want to talk about either Salvation Army or or Gunham? Yeah, yeah. Well, Salvation Army, everyone out there, just remember, I'm the chairman of the board. It's just a great organization. So you see those people standing out there in the kettles. Please up, say hi to them. You know, put a couple shekels in there. It really, really helps the organization. This is one of their main fundraising activities. So thanks for that plug. All right, hey Jim, thanks a lot for coming on. Uh, always a pleasure. Enjoy that warm weather down there. Yeah, thanks, Mike. You have a good weekend. All right, we'll be right back. Lucky Land Casino asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky in line at the deli, I guess. Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.